it's ten. So you're introducing the whole episode, which means yeah. you are doing twenty, and I'm 20. doing nineteen. Uh, okay, I'll do twenty. Uh, good job. Are you ready? I'm ready to go, mate. Okay, cool. Let's fucking roll. <coughs> Let me clear my throat. I'll try and mute myself, by the way, when I'm like coughing, but it will make a bit of a sound like. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Like that. Did you hear the little tap? Yeah, the little. Yeah, I'll try and do that as little as possible, but uh. it's better than me going. <laughs> 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 Don't know what you're talking about. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about his legs. You weren't that good a shag. Because he may have been a bad daddy. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Rewatchers. This is Ari Lost, and we are looking at uh, episode 19 and 20 of season 1. And I am Baz. And I am Will. <laughs> you weren't too sure then, were you? Oh, no, I was, I was, I was, I was thrown, suspense, I think. The suspense was killing me. <laughs> what, were you thrown because I was very hyperactive in this intro today? Normally I'm a bit slow. Well, it kind of started slower, then it got hyper. By the end, it started with hello, and then by the end, it was, and I am Baz. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. We're going <laughs> the for it. kicking in, Will. What can I say? kicking in. <laughs> it How you feels doing, like, man? yeah, I'm okay. It feels like a for- forever since one, we've done this, and two, we've actually watched an episode lost. I- I've forgotten what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, n- normally we-, we try and not leave too many days between recordings like we try and do a couple a week or at the very least once a week but it's been a good three weeks it's been a good two three weeks yeah, yeah. i mean it's mostly your fault but yeah uh... <laughs> i can't even it's running, i can't it's, i can't it's even a argue. joke now it's fun yeah Look, just every now and then i'm like oh by the way i can't do it <laughs> yeah and here's me slaving away very ill right now, basically on death's door. Um, I've got a cold, but you know, yeah, I, uh, the doctors, the doctors have said, you know, you're doing really well, and thank I ha- God you're still doing this podcast because it's the only thing keeping you alive. <laughs> I have written to the king to see if he'll get a medal for you because I mean, it's in, in part of the coronation. I am hoping I get a little something, something. Um, I think it's all it's the least he can do yeah I mean but yes anyway we're we're back watching Lost that's the main thing yeah the word inspiration has been bandied about mainly by you but it's it's there for for people to hear um yeah Lost um it was I I kind of I know we were just saying how oh it's been quite a while but I quite almost liked the break because then when they came to watch it, it had been a couple of weeks, and I was like, oh, fucking yeah, this is happening, and this is about to happen, especially in these <laughs> oh, episodes. Oh, fucking yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking yeah. I was just doing that to myself while watching the episode. I was just like, oh, fucking yeah. Bo- Boone falls down. Oh, fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that can be your catchphrase for this podcast. <laughs> just every week, I know I'm bad. Oh, fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I will. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I did. I did enjoy watching it again. It also helps that I. I think these are two pretty good episodes. Yeah, it's a very. Um, it's a very strong, sort of. Ending to this season. The last couple of episodes were good as well. I seem to remember I was saying seventeen and eighteen, like the numbers and the, the episode about Sun and Jin, and these two have kind of carried on the form. Yeah, it was uh, it was nice looking at Locke again, um, and a bit of Jack. I actually quite like Jack this, uh, <laughs> in the last episode, in the episode twenty. I was quite yeah. It, that anyway, but... yeah, it was one of his less annoying. Episodes. But how have you? How have you been anyway? Why? Why? To tell uh, to everyone why you can't make. Uh, why? Why I keep cancelling? Uh, yeah, we keep keep cancelling on me when I'm breaking breaking legs. Just <laughs> well, I'm I'm on I'm off work at the moment, so which sounds like that means I should be able to <laughs> to to um do this. No, but... Will, you're a full time podcaster, aren't you? <laughs> this is it. This is all I do. <laughs> Um, yeah. But because of my twenty-five other podcasts, I, <laughs> this one keeps taking a back seat. Uh, no, I was away uh, for a week. I, I went to um, Centre Parks in the UK. Mental, mental times. Um, oh, yeah. It's where the magic happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't feel alive unless I'm there, uh, so I kind of have to get that hit every year. I don't think anyone does do that. <laughs> Man, I hope not. <laughs> Um, and that's been you basically you've just been ignoring me and just think oh fuck it I'm just going to have a, a jolly at centre parks yeah exactly and then just been like crazy busy like at, as we've talked about before we used to, we used to want to be writers and I'm trying to sort of get back into that so I've been kind of writing a lot in my spare time um, and then just been just been just been busy man busy busy life look at you mr productive fucking writing i i honestly it's it's shocked even me that i've (laughs) it's been a long time since i've written an entire like beginning middle end thing but i did that this week um which i said did i inspire you last week (laughs) yeah yeah well that's another reason because normally recorded on the weekend but last last weekend we were we were out in london so we See saw each other in person. In person, which I was thinking about. It. When was that? Was must be like. Is that the first time post COVID? No. No, I came to yours like. A year oh yeah, ago. you did. Mm. No, yeah, you came to the house. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, I inspired Will with all my crazy. <laughs> just little nutshells of stories that had a start there was a little wiggle in the middle there was no ending in sight yeah but, uh, so basically yeah. we were talking about our old story ideas and stuff like that and Baz was like reading them off off his phone and it was it was a journey each idea just went around the houses and ended up in a forest like I didn't really understand <laughs> I always start so strong. I get a little bit lost and then I give up. Because <laughs> I'm just confused by my own writing. And then reading it, reading it, say, five years later, I'm like, what the fuck is I even talking about? Um, but no, I'm very jealous. I wish I 
one had time to write and two just had the I don't know the oomph to go to go do it maybe I'll do it today because I'm not feeling too well and I feel I think we've spoken about this before and I'm sure if any other writers are out there when I say any other writers any other people who want to be writers because actual writers probably won't feel like this but (laughs) um, when I don't feel very well I always want to write and it makes me feel like I can write Um, and then when I'm actually well I I don't know it's probably, it's it's maybe like that thing. I don't know if you feel like this, but when I'm unwell, I always feel like I want to exercise and like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go to the gym, and then when I'm get better, I'm like, fuck that shit. I'm gonna do something else. So it turns out Baz and I are very different people. Uh, <laughs> 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 when I'm ill, I want to be on the sofa with my duvet, either playing PlayStation or watching something I've been meaning to watch for ages. Like the last. Yeah. I, mean, last... I I went for a bike ride yesterday. Jesus. <laughs> Just to make things worse. The last time I was ill, I think I watched uh, Only Murders in the Building, like the whole season in the day. That That's how I yeah, spent my fantastic. illness. That's fantastic. Right, should we talk about Lost? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. We should probably get started. Right. So we're doing episode 19 and 20. Um, should we start off with our summaries? Would you yeah. like to go first, Willie Arm? Sure. I've kind of gone for... Bosh, 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 bosh. So, Locke taken for a fall. Jack means business. Son is a badass. Claire has poor timing. Bye bye, Boone. Oh, bye bye, Boonie. Bye bye, Boonie. <laughs> bye bye, Boonie. <laughs> baby, Boonie. <laughs> that was good. I Thank liked you. it. It was bish, bash, bosh. I focused on very little things. Well, I say little things. Very minute things without in one particular episode. So... Mine is, Locke, with his luscious locks, falls for the oldest trick in the book, getting your kidney stolen by your long-lost father. <laughs> Meanwhile, Boone finally starts being right when he dies a very, very painful death. Say so Boone starts being right or all right? All right. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. No, he starts. He's actually, it, it was the first time I was like, yeah, Boone, fair enough, you're actually all right, mate. Yeah, there was um, nothing, because pretty much every episode up to now has been like, oh, for fuck's sake, Boone. But they, they, yeah, yeah, I agree. These, like, well, a few well, episodes, a few episodes ago, I felt like he was becoming just Locke's bitch, and he was becoming a bit of a robot, and the island was like taking over his fucking mind. And then this episode, you know, I think it took a plane, him falling to his death in a plane, again, <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to really. This, this know, man does not have a good relationship shell. with planes. <laughs> <laughs> No, or his yeah. sister. Yeah, well, fucking hell. <laughs> right, should we dive into episode 19? Yeah, you go for it. Deuce, you, blow, you go Glen Coco on the IMDb. Deuce Ex Machina. Um, Deus, is it? Or is it Deuce? I don't know, probably Deus. I don't, know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't speak Greek, I don't know. <laughs> it's Latin. <laughs> Uh, it's all it's all, it it's all Italian to me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Locke thinks he knows how to get the hatch open, and he and Boone venture inland. Jack is reluctant to help Sawyer get glasses. That's what IMDb say. It's not quite how. That's not quite right, but you know. <laughs> it does. It misses out quite a bit of. Uh, I feel like again the flashbacks here are really decent. Um, it starts. It starts with a flashback, doesn't it? Not? Yeah, him in the toy shop. 
Yep, him in the toy shop with his... Well, Mama. he doesn't realise, but his crazy mum. <laughs> go, going back a little bit, Yeah. when we first saw Locke's first flashback, um, I thought that he was going to have some sort of mummy issues because he was talking on the phone to that mm-hmm. sex worker and make... make making her go by a certain name and I thought that was all going to be to do with his mum or something like some proper Freudian shit but um, turns out he was adopted (laughs) (laughs) and he doesn't really have a relationship with his mum that threw me I I didn't I couldn't remember that at all oh really Um, yeah the the forcing the call worker to have a name does come into it but it's not to do with his mum like there is there is a reason behind it but Okay, I still I'm still very much looking forward to that in a weird way. Sure. Um, <laughs> sure. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> what What I didn't properly remember, and the li- the line did really get me, is which that oh no, you were immaculately conceived. That's like a really good fucking line of oh, this girl is. <laughs> yeah, she's fucking mental. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, uh, what was well? To be fair, what most took me back was Locke's hair. Sure. It makes you. Do you not think? Yeah, it kind of makes you go. Well, so at what point does he lose it all? Because he can't have been that much younger there, unless they just did a really bad job of de-aging him. They just threw a wig on him and went, "There you go." I think that was it. They just couldn't be asked to de-age him properly, or maybe they didn't have the proper techniques for it back then. Yeah. I just thought, fuck it, we'll just put some hair on him, that'll do. Because he didn't look younger, he just looked like he just had hair. Yeah. Because <laughs> because we don't. I think he'd already said he'd been in a wheelchair for four years, so you would be excused for going, well, this must be the story of how he gets in a wheelchair. This must be four years ago, because he's not that much younger. Yeah, well, it's not. Yeah, it's not. Because <laughs> I was thinking that the whole time. Even later on when, like, we're getting ahead, but this isn't spoiling anything, but, like, when he, go, when he goes to a fence or, like, a gate, I was yep. like, oh, maybe this is the point. He climbs over it and he falls over and he's paralysed. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that doesn't happen. So uh, we're still on the mystery of uh, Locke's magic legs getting broken. Or his special legs, sorry. Well, yeah, let's talk about his legs, because we've not really mentioned them so far. So in this episode, the <laughs> inverted quotes island... A... Huh? Yeah. What? No, I was just saying, it's such a weird thing to go on. Talking about his legs, we haven't talked about them yet. <laughs> Those calves, man, damn. Uh, just... <laughs> the definition. Yeah, oh. You can tell he cycles. Um, <laughs> the, the island, in inverted commas, like taking the legs away from him. Like, him slowly losing function of them. Um, and maybe I'm thick, but what What was the... The only thing I could see was it was all just to build up to, so Boone had to go in the plane. Is that what it was meant to be? Or was it for Locke to learn something? That, like, if you're thinking, you know, about the what the island's trying to teach them, if that's the route this show is going. I don't really know, to be honest. I don't really know what it was for. I, I was guessing that after this episode, there was more of an explanation after he drops 
spoon off at Jack later on. Mm. I thought that something else was going to come out because his legs stopped working and then suddenly he can fucking walk the entire length of the jungle to drop boom back. Um, well, well, this is where it comes in of... Because this this is the first time, but it's not the only time now in the show where they di- they sort of flirt with this idea of the island decides when it's your time to die. So that's why I was like, maybe it's literally all just to get to the scenario where Boone dies. And once Boone's dead, they don't need to... Or once Boone's had the drop, I should say, they don't need to... Um, take away his leg power his leg, his legs anymore so his leg power his leg power <laughs> i regretted it as soon as i said it yeah i can hear you a bit confused by your own words um yeah i think it was purely a function to get them what one to have his fucking you know his dreams his um about the plane Teresa falls up the stairs, Teresa falls down the stairs, Teresa falls up the stairs, Teresa falls down the stairs. Creepy as fuck. It was, yeah. Um, And again, I'm not really too sure how that... Does that get addressed later on? Because it all just was very confusing. What, the Teresa falls up the stairs? Yeah. I think it was... So again, I'm going along the theme of the island was deciding that it was time for Boone to die. Right? So... They gave Locke this vision because they know that Locke's a believer. But they needed to make sure that Boone followed Locke. So Locke goes, well, who's Teresa then? And Boone is like, how the, how the fuck do you know Teresa? My nanny from when I'm six who fell down the stairs and broke her neck or whatever. Um, so I think if, if we're... I'm going with the thread of, well, the island... The, I say the island as if it's a person, but you know what I mean? Like, it, it had decided it was time for um, Boone to go. So it was all part of its plan to get Boone to where he needed to be to die. But what purpose is that? I still don't understand, like... What, the purpose of him what? dying or the purpose of the dream? Uh, the purpose of the dream, I'm guessing, is to lead them to the place. Yeah. It's then questions, you know, why why lead them there in the first place? Because uh, other than the radio um, that's on the plane, yeah. which has a creepy message on it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, wh- why, why kill Boone? What's the point? So, I guess... Other than to lead to the next episode where Boone dies a very painful death throughout the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what, like, what, what, what is it? I, I would say the argument could be made that Boone has sort of skip, skipping way ahead here. If the idea is that this island is purgatory, right? Then you could say Boone has almost like had his closure of he's realised that Shannon isn't like he he he's realized he needed to break away from Shannon a bit. Do you know what I mean? Like he's almost learnt his lesson of what was kind of going wrong in his life. So there was nothing nothing left for him to learn. He had just become Locke's bitch. So 
there is no need for him. You could also argue because that plane that they find comes in to play massively uh, next season, I think. So you could argue they just needed to establish that there's a plane there. Yeah, I mean, we find out who who was responsible for that plane, and we've and the plane being there has cons- big consequences for a couple of the characters we already know. Okay, so you could just see it as establishing one that it's there, so it doesn't feel random when it comes back later. Um, two, it for the viewers it shows that it's again it's unequivocal proof no this island is magical it showed him a plane that crashed years ago and it was there it showed Boone you know all bloodied going to die he did die and Boone talking about something that happened 20 years ago and that was true so it's like the point of the dream was to go okay so this island is magical I don't know yeah, I feel like p- perhaps Boone's death is just to move everything along in the story. I uh, I kind of think that's the that's the main thing because from Boone's death we get quite a lot of um, well, there's a lot of collateral damage, isn't there? Yeah. In terms of Shannon, uh, late what what I presume will be Shannon later on mm-hmm. with Jack next episode with with Locke and Jack I presume Saeed as well um, I think if I remember rightly Saeed, Saeed kind of there's a lot of shit going on just following Boone yeah whom you know like if you'd asked me four episodes ago who I wanted to die it would probably be Boone <laughs> right yeah, um, yeah so I mean it, it's probably the best character to die to die in this situation yeah it's um, it's, it's a main character without being and, a main character yeah um and I don't remember his... Well, well, we'll talk about that next episode, actually. We'll talk about that, because that's the main thing. But just going back to um, the island, basically, yeah. controlling this whole yeah. vision. The grand everything. plan. The grand plan. Is this whole, you know, where Locke's mum says that, you know, he's special. Yeah. And that, um, that when he gets to this island and is his legs start working again he he thinks that he's special and then perhaps when his legs stop working he thinks that that's going away from him yeah like he's losing he's no longer his... special well he's losing his miracle that's how he's always described it is this is and you know a miracle happened to me when i arrived on this island i mean yes his mum did call him special but that was just before saying he was immaculately conceived and um <laughs> and oh, 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 also yeah um Locke's mum looks like the same age as him. Yeah, I I, I I looked it up. She is roughly. She's like five years. Is she? She's like five years older or something like that. Amazing. <laughs> no, maybe he was immaculately conceived. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Both his dad and his mum are both eight years older than him. Exactly, because they're the same age. Well, I thought Locke's dad was looked a little bit older, but yeah, fair enough. Kind kind of makes sense. I suppose if they needed someone really old, there probably wasn't someone in that sort of bracket, was there? Because he's pretty old in the first place. Yeah. Especially if they know they want them, well, certainly the dad, in um, future seasons, because the dad keeps propping up, I seem to remember, because they like the theme of bad daddies. 
<laughs> so do you, by the sounds of it. <laughs> Bad daddies. Bad daddies. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't tend to seek out bad daddies I tend to like ask to be called the bad daddy but that's that's a whole other thing um that makes me feel sick <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the daddy um oh so the first time Anthony Cooper uh is introduced he um I did think like oh he's really charming and like gets lock on side very quickly which is smart. Is it? Is it because he may have been a bad daddy? Because <laughs> he was a bad daddy. <laughs> oh, he's charming. <laughs> he's just so handsome. <laughs> he must be a bad daddy. But you know what I mean. Like he was. He was a pretty. Considering he basically abandoned him and whatever. He. He was. I. I thought. I thought almost immediately mm. that when I saw him with his. He had that creepy smile on his face, and I just didn't trust him. Well, yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. From, I didn't get that in the first scene. Clearly, you did. So maybe I wasn't. I was too focused on the bad daddy and his beautiful calves. Uh, but <laughs> from from the second time he's in that, and clearly from the first time, I did think he's clearly playing an angle. He's clearly evil or creepy or something. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I think it was when it, he cre- he creeped me out for a bit when Locke goes there, and then gets let in, and then he's they're just chatting, and then I think it it, it was creepy, and then he said, "Oh, you know, do you hunt or something?" Hmm. And then, "Oh, do you want to come hunting with me tomorrow at whatever time?" And I was like, as soon as he said that, I was like, "This guy's a creep. He's after something." <laughs> Um, and then I thought this is going to be something to do with the, with locks uh, while being paralysed. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that didn't that didn't happen, so I was wrong about that. So, do you still have no recollection of how the wheelchair? I can't. I can't even remember, mate. I really can't. Fair enough. Um, a lot of this is like stuff comes back, and then I remember little bits, but. Uh, and re- some really obscure bits I remember, but just not, not the actual meaty stuff. Do you? I'm guessing so. I, I <laughs> without saying like it, more than you, but I don't. It's <laughs> not hard. <laughs> I. Yeah, I I remember what to me seems like big moments. I pretty much remember how anyone who dies, I remember how they die. Um. I remember sort of main storylines from each season, uh, so yeah. so I know the general thrust of season two and then season three, um, like what the bit like you know when you when you talk about a show you go oh season uh, I'm going to use Walking Dead because we recently were watching it you know oh season season three that's the prison or oh, season six that's Negan like you talk about what that overarching thing is. I could do that for Lost pretty easily. But I'm guessing you couldn't. No, it's all sort of merges into one. Like, uh, a lot of this season, what's happened, I'm like, I swear this is this happened in, like, season three. <laughs> but, um, yeah, every time it surprises me. Like, I, I, I thought 
Boone died. I knew Boone died this season. Yes, we actually talked about that in an early episode, but you went... Cause yeah. I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, you remembered that Locke was responsible for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Um, but yeah, again, I don't know if I thought it happened this season or next season. I can't actually remember, but sure. everything just sort of surprises me how quickly it comes around. And especially like this next episode, episode 20. Yeah. Uh, about some of Jack's past. Mm-hmm. I thought, I swear that wasn't unveiled until later. Sure. And I just thought Jack was more, I suppose, mysterious than I thought he was. But um, let's put it in now. Baz's predictions. What? Who? No. No, but as in like, <laughs> what? How wrong I'm gonna be? Well, no, but also. Okay, yeah, go on. How good? How good the memory is. Who else do you think dies? Let's start with that. Or relatively Who else soon. Do I think dies relatively soon. Like before before um, the final season, essentially. Claire dies. Okay. Or Claire does die. Charlie dies, I think. Michael. I can't remember if he dies or not, if he just disappears. Mm hmm. Um, who else is there? Oh, I was. Pretty sure Kate survives. Um, <laughs> Sawyer, I can't even remember what fucking happens to Sawyer. <laughs> Something weird happens to Sawyer, I remember that. Okay. Uh, well, we can stick with those yeah. three. So you think Claire dies, okay. Charlie dies, and Michael disappears. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the best way to say it, yeah. What, what... Am I right about any of those? <laughs> yes. I think I am, because I remember. Oh, Shannon dies. I'm pretty sure Shannon dies. Okay. What, what do you think? Uh, so they've talked about the others. What do you think yes. the others are, or what do you think they do? When do they come into it? I thought they were gonna already been to it now, but there must be next season. Um, do you remember any like people from the others, or Ben? Okay, is it Ben? Is Ben part of the others? There is a character called Ben, yes. But he's not part of the others. I didn't say that. <laughs> Jacob. Okay. Jacob's there somewhere, but I thought Ben and Jacob were against each other. Okay. Um, if I remember correctly. I, I, again. And then there's some sort of scientific experiment. I know fucking Thingy's talked about it, but there was a separate scientific experiment going on, I thought. There's matey boy in the hatch, not the hatch, the wherever he is. Um, clicking the button. Okay, but you, you think that's in the hatch or not in the hatch? I don't think it's in the hatch. I think it's somewhere else. Yeah, I can't okay. remember. But the others have got a proper fucking camp on, if I remember correctly. They're pretty civilized. They've got guns. Yeah, remember that. Uh, isn't uh, the actress from Fast and Furious in it as well? Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, she's in it. Mm-hmm. When do you think she comes into it? Season three. It's a guess. Okay. <laughs> Am I right about anything? So <laughs> <laughs> snippets. 
<laughs> yeah, bits are right. So like Ben, Ben is there, and he is part of the others. He's not. He's the leader of the others, is he not? Yes. Uh, he's not versus Jacob. There's okay. So, well, mm, he. I thought it was really late on. They started to go against each other. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Um, science experiments. Yeah, there are science experiments all all over the shop. Uh, the the matey boy you're talking about flipping the button. That's he's called Desmond. Yeah, we've talked about him before. We have talked about. I still can't remember his name because he says brother. Really fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you think he's not in the hatch? I, I won't say whether that's true or not. Um, well, he obviously is then. <laughs> uh, the others do have a camp and the guns. And Michelle Rodriguez is in the show, but again, I won't say when she comes in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the bit of episode 19, <laughs> jump back in. The bit we haven't talked about is the Jack Kate Sawyer. Yeah. Who seem, who now seem to have to have something every episode. Um, which I get, they're the main three, whatever, but sometimes it's like, eh, do they need to be there? Um, but it did lead to some fun moments. Jack actually sort of taking the piss out of Sawyer a bit. Did you enjoy those scenes? I enjoyed when he had to get his eyes tested. Um, well, sorry. He wasn't testing his eyes. He was almost just absolutely interviewing him yep. about every single bit of uh, sexual history he had just to fuck with him, which I thought was quite good. Obviously he did it because it was in front of Kate. Yep. I, I, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. and It speaks to sort of that sort of love love triangle they're now in, that Sawyer has this problem. Kate finds out about it. Kate goes to Jack and Jack's like, Oh, I I'm not I won't do it for him, but I'll do it for you, whatever. Um But <laughs> but Kate goes out of her way to help Sawyer. But then also like has moments with Jack. It's an it's a weird dynamic those three. Yeah, I don't really feel like there's any sort of as much chemistry between them now as there was earlier on perhaps because they're less of a focal point throughout through the actual season itself yeah the other characters are getting more of a limelight which is better better because it's not the jack sawyer and fucking uh kate show yeah i agree it's much better as an ensemble where you can jump around to different characters and explore different stories yeah um sorry just going going back to uh, Locke's dad. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, you, we, we were saying how I can't really remember everything. Do you remember him having that surgery? Yes. You do? Okay. I knew there was something going to happen, and I saw when he, when Locke's dad was on the dialysis machine that he was going to have to, like, you know, well, he was going to give a kidney in the end. Yeah. And obviously, Locke's dad was proper buttering him up and mm-hmm. getting him ready and called him son, which, yeah, it's cringy. But, and and when um, they're walking around hunting, he's like, well, we still have time left. Yeah, like, <clears throat> stupid. Yeah. But, um, you wouldn't expect Locke to fool for that, would you? It's completely out of character. 
it is out of character, but I suppose you could argue it as he's been so desperate to have a dad his whole life. Because even at the start, they said you were you were adopted, right? And he went, no, I, just, I grew up in foster homes. I went from foster home to foster home. <clears throat> so while out of character, it could just be, a, you know, something tapped inside of him of this deep yearning to have a father figure that he's never had. Yeah. And perhaps after this point, he's just become a lot more distrusting of everyone and into the lock that we see now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I thought that whole backstory of everything and then him, uh, you know, in the hospital bed and then his mum, his crazy mum. Yep. Uh, Who's not actually crazy. Well, is she? Well, I think I, she is. I, th- I think she is, but not as crazy, like, as she made out to be the first time. Like, she was doing it as she was told the first time, wasn't she? Because... The the dad's plan was put put it in Locke's mind by showing him a crazy mum, and then knowing that Locke will be so tempted to actually find out about his dad, um, that yeah. he'll find him kind of thing. There was a uh, an interesting little connection because I think it was Locke's dad who said that. Um, she was in the same. She was in the mental institution that Hurley was in. The same one. Yeah, that's what the the private investigator said. That the one who. Oh, was the private investigator? Yeah. I thought it was Locke's dad, Serena. Yeah, which I. Uh, but the private investigator said, "Oh, you know, this is something you probably shouldn't go after." Not yeah. still ignored him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me what I can't do. <laughs> yeah, typical Locke. Yeah. Um talking a typical lock mm. him trying to get that fucking hatch open constantly <laughs> Michael would have definitely got it open by now do you think you reckon I reckon so mate he's been in construction for eight years yeah I mean it <laughs> it does feel weird if he's so desperate to open it I don't has it has he given a reason why they he doesn't want to tell anyone else well, it will just present quite a lot of questions, won't it? And a lot of the people in, on the island don't actually know um, that other people are on there either. Oh, I suppose they do. They must do after Ethan. But Yeah, Locke literally ran around shouting, they're out there, when the boat got put on fire by Walt. I can't remember what his reasoning <coughs> was before it when he was with Boone. Was it just like, oh, they wouldn't understand? I think Maybe. Because I get not doing it now. Because now if <laughs> if Locke came and I was sat on the beach and he was like, hey guys, come look at this. I've been studying this for months and I can't, or weeks or whatever it is, and I can't, can't get it open. Can you guys help? I'd be like, this? This is why we don't have any fucking bore? <laughs> <laughs> You've been staring at a metal yeah. door all day? Fuck you, Locke. <laughs> dug it all out so there's something there and then you've built like a trib- what, what's it trebuchet 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 yeah built one of those and still can't get it open and then get stabbed in the fucking leg yeah. um, oh when he was testing to see what he could feel on his leg so he's got like a piece of wood that he's pricking himself with 
That was all the test he needed. Why, after that, does he then set it on fire and burn his foot? He's already tested whether he can feel it or not. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Yeah, maybe that's just because it's intense pain. Yeah, maybe. Um, oh, yeah, so what's with... You may be able to answer this. Hmm. What We're moving about here a little bit. But in the plane, when Boone is up there, John's telling him to come down. Yeah. Uh, but he's on the radio. And then... He basically says, oh, uh, who are you? And then they say back, we're the survivors of the Oceanic Flight 815. Yep. What's that about? <laughs> uh, do you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you do right. You do find out. Um, uh, you find out fairly soon. It's uh, It's in season two, I think, near the start of season two. Something to do with time. Oh, do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I know we just watched Interstellar, but <laughs> not everything's to do with time. Everything's to do with time. <laughs> um, and then, just my last note I've got, there's just the light coming on at the end of the hatch. <laughs> my final, light, my final uh, note is, ooh, light. <laughs> So I'm guessing it's not Desmond, <laughs> or it could be. Could be, could not be. You do, f- you do find out about the light. At a later, I'm sure you do. At a later date. <laughs> um. Right. Do you want to do numbers? Number round. Number I, round. I think I don't know if I said this at the start, but I'm sure I did. I'm one of those people who always have to mention. A bit under the weather, so I haven't been watching this too closely as I normally would have. We've already mentioned one, so that's fine, in the plane, 815. Yeah. Uh, but I have another two, and I'm wondering if you've got them as well. So, in the at the start when he's in the toy shop, yeah. some random person asks him for footballs or something. Oh, the mum asks him for footballs, and he goes, yeah. one's in aisle eight. And the others in R15. So it's like, oh, yeah, 8. Um, IL8 for regulation, IL15 <clears> for nerve. There you go. Right. This one is what is so out there, but I was really proud I picked up on it. So uh-huh. in, in this episode, if you watched it again, it's all Jack, Kate, Sawyer, Locke and Boone. Except apart from some characters get a random like scene or cameo. So at one point Jack talks to Michael and Jin where they talk about the boat just in one scene. You don't see them again. That's the only time you see them. Then um, Saeed and Hurley when um, they realise Sawyer needs glasses. Uh, Saeed randomly has to be the one to meld them together and then Hurley comments on the glasses calling him Harry Potter. Um, so Saeed, Hurley, Michael and Jin each only have one scene each even though they're like main characters that's four characters four four is a number that is uh, that's reaching is it? But I was, I'll I'll I was really proud <laughs> I was really proud of myself for like yeah, keeping it keeping that's pretty count. good uh, yeah he he was in a wheelchair four years ago but I feel like he said that before, or he 
became did, in a wheelchair. Yeah, I've seen it before. Said that yeah, before. Yeah. Uh, having now looked it up, uh, both his um, parents are eight years older than him. Eight is a number. But I think that's it. So maybe do okay. I miss one? You d- you did pr- no. You got more than me. You did very well. Yes. But I will put that on my uh, on my illness. Sure. So half a point for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Episode two seconds, mate. I'm just gonna get some uh, some water. Okay. Please enjoy this five minute in intermission. Baz is getting water and he needs to get some because he's ill. So I've got wireless headphones on. (laughs) 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 And I heard every word. (laughs) Did you hear me do the same thing a couple of episodes ago? Uh, Don't think so. No, because I don't have wireless headphones. uh, you went off to do something for the wedding with Aggie, and then yeah. uh, I just started talking to myself. <laughs> uh, Similar to what you were doing. I haven't got to editing that yet, so I'll look forward to, <laughs> to hearing that. Yeah, it's random. That was the one where we got interrupted a ton. Yes, yeah, I, uh, I do remember. You you had to do, yeah. you got a call a couple of times, and then yeah. I, I then had to go because of the wedding, um, which is six weeks today. Bloody hell. Alright. Well, that is very on point for our next episode. Well, episode 20, Do No Harm. Um, which, actually, now I look back on... So, we didn't talk about the title of the last episode, Deus Ex Machina. Do you know what that actually means? Yeah, isn't it about like a plot device that comes out of nowhere to save the day, if you like? Yeah, I guess so. Its literal translation, I think, is uh, like God from the machine or something. Sure. God of the machine, God from the machine. Yeah. In old Latin. But yeah, you're right. I think they use it in like theatrical things where someone like comes down and sort of saves the day. It's when it's, it's, when it's something that's not established, right? Like, you know, you... That in script writing, yes, yeah. it is actually. In script writing, yeah, but I think it can be. It's used in a few different ways. Contexts, sure. Yeah, a few different contexts, but um, weirdly, now yeah, we'll go back to this. Weirdly, in uh, in the last episode, the I think it's the dad. He says that um, you know, Locke says, "Oh, she, uh, I was immaculately conceived," and then he was like, "Oh, well, you can call me God." And then, like, in a few scenes later, he is actually hooked up to a dialysis machine. Oh, fucking hell. I didn't even... God from the machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair play. I just picked up on that now. I got my cup of coffee and my water, and I was ready to rumble. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's what that means. But do no harm. I did look this up after, because I've only just watched the episode. Yeah. But I did look it up, and it said that do no harm i think there's a latin phrase for that that is in some of the i want to say some of the oaths that doctors take yeah um, yeah it's the main oath 
I've I've is it? I've seen oh. Grey's Anatomy. Do no harm. Yeah, I, I, yeah. There we go. It's the main <laughs> oath. So apparently it is in Latin though, like as in do no harm isn't Latin, but yeah. there is a Latin phrasing of it. Yeah, yeah. So do you want to yes, IMDb this, this shit? I will IMDb this shit. Claire goes into labour while a helpless Charlie goes into panic mode. Meanwhile, Locke is missing. Jack tends to a wounded Boone and Saeed presents Shannon with a romantic surprise. It's not spot on that. It's a bit all over the place, isn't it? It was not a romantic surprise. It was a... It was a... Can we have sex, please? But okay, we'll get to that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, uh... It was just slightly more romantic than Russo, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Though he did have rope, uh... Under the picnic blanket, yeah. just in case she was into it. Um, <laughs> I, you you alluded to it earlier, but it did it did make you realise. Ah, uh, Jack, the actor Matthew Fox, would be good in a medical show. Like him in Doctor Mode, is quite good. Yeah, is he not in a Doctor show? I swear he is outside of this. Mm, don't think is so. He not? Not that I've seen him in, that doesn't mean he's not, but you might be thinking of New Amsterdam. You might be thinking of New, New Amsterdam, Amsterdam. Ryan Eggold, yeah. who looks quite a bit like him. Uh, is that, oh, is that not him? him? I thought no. it was him. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah, I think he would do. I think this was his best episode. I think. Uh, I, I don't know if you agree. Yeah, I would say so. So far. Um, so far. Um, but yeah, he was really in his Jack itself. His character was really in his element mm-hmm. almost straight away when Boone gets brought to him, and then Locke fucks off straight into the jungle. He goes into Doctor Jack mode, trying to uh, trying to save him. I did think it was, I know this is kind of gross because the sound of the lung collapsing and him stabbing it with that hollow tube was a bit gross, but it was quite funny because you know. Boone told him to do the same thing to the person on the beach in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, it was. There were there were a lot of parallels, weren't there? Like it, it felt very much like the U.S. Marshal storyline all over again. Like Jack still hadn't learned his lesson of sometimes you need to let go, give up. Yeah, I mean, it must be hard for him because, as we sort of learnt in this episode about how he saved his wife, I guess. Yeah. Um, kind of just realised that's kind of who he is. So did, um, so did you remember the wife? You just thought the wife was later? I thought the wife was later, yeah. I thought that was much later. Again, like, I don't know why I didn't realise. Um, but yeah, it, I knew he was married. I just didn't... I can't remember how he... What happens to her, to be fair. Mm. Do you remember? Yes. Do, do you want to know? She, it's not that big die? a deal. Does she die? Does she die? No. Or do they divorce? They divorce. She they um didn't. she okay. kind of grows tired of him. Oh, oh right. Because he's constantly trying to save people. I think it is literally that. Like he's so. <laughs> you can't make it up, can you? I'm, try- I'm trying to remember. I think I, th- I think it's like she feels really lonely, and he's always at the hospital. There's always another patient to save. Um, and he doesn't give her the time of day, I think. They could have, like, you know, fleshed that character out a little bit more and not make him so two-dimensional. 
Who, Jack? Yeah, like, he's got more to him than just constantly trying to save the day all the time. Yeah. Like I say, it could, it, it, it could be more. That's just what I remember. I distinctly remember a scene of them in a kitchen and her, like, packing her stuff. Being like, you you won't even miss me or something, oh, something like that. I didn't even realise... Well, I, I didn't realise it was her, Julie Bowen. Yeah, from Modern Family. From Modern Family. I I, I couldn't remember that she was in it. <clears throat> um, so that was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, playing a bit more of a serious role. Because <clears throat> yeah, the only I'm other fun. things I've seen her in is Modern Family and Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, those are the two that stand out for me. I'm pretty sure she's in Dexter as well. Is she? Sure. I'm fairly certain she's in Dexter, yeah. But again, Dexter is on the verge of, like, comedy sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's like dark comedy and black comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, I thought she was good in it. It was nice that she was there. Um, her story itself was pretty good to sort of... It kind of running in parallel with the with the jungle um, scenes of where Jack's trying to basically save Boone. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually thought it worked quite well. I know, like, it's quite a simple thing. Um, and the whole thing with Claire as well, you know, she's having her baby. All of it's fairly simple. Um, not very deep, but it, I don't know. It just all worked well. It was a well-balanced episode. Yeah. I am... Um... Uh, I feel like I'm going to bring this up every time they're in it, but for me, the standouts were Sun and Jin. I thought, <laughs> I thought Sun <laughs> proper stepped up. Like, yes, Jack went into sort of business mode, but so did she. She was like ready to go. I know what. Like, Jack didn't need to talk her through anything. She's like, yeah, I get it. I know what I'm doing. Um, and then <laughs> I thought Jin had some very funny moments. <laughs> Do you do you wear your kimono when uh, you watch? Them? <laughs> <laughs> you just like proper get into it, like oh, thank God, Sun and Jin are in. Yeah, I, no, I, I just have a shirt. At one. I have a shirt with both of their faces on it um, that says Sun and Jin <laughs> Sin, um, and on the back is a very graphic picture that I won't talk about. Um, <laughs> and then you just heavily try to speak Korean. <laughs> Throughout the entire episode, just to make you try to catch, yeah, just chat to you, just speak Korean back to her. <laughs> She's like, Will, you need to stop doing this. <laughs> it's having a serious impact on our relationship. <laughs> oh, god, I, I really, really want to say some stuff in Korean, but, uh, <laughs> but I can't. No. <laughs> For the sake of everyone, I've, I've had to edit out enough Saeed impressions. I don't think we need to go down this route as well. <laughs> It's a good job he wasn't in these episodes, because <laughs> it would be coming. Um, one thing, actually, one quick thing from the last episode, which I found really funny. Was it this? No, it's this episode. Is um, where him and Shannon mm. are going to the little spot to have some sexy time. Um, and Shannon goes, where are we going? And so he just goes this way <laughs> and she's like oh okay mm-hmm. pro- properly like yeah yeah no worries when has that ever been a thing where someone just says this way and someone's like oh yeah 
cool. I know, and I know Saeed was that team, but Sh- Shannon didn't know that. <laughs> so, yeah. she, I, I guess you could argue. Well, it's not like Shannon could just turn around and go back because she doesn't know where she is. So, would she be able to find her way back? Who knows? No, she's pretty useless. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not wow. right. Yeah, she is probably one of the most useless people on the island, bar maybe Walt and uh, the new baby. Um, I was quite surprised at how Sawyer was completely okay with giving up all his booze immediately. I literally went, fair play, Sawyer, that's growth. Like, he didn't even question it. Maybe because it was Kate, but he just didn't even... And then he was like, do you want me to come with you? And he even throws in, like... That he's clearly suspicious of Locke. That bore he he never gets. Mm. I it was a really think it's... short but good scene for Sawyer. Yeah, I thought it was perhaps that he didn't want to get tortured again. <laughs> I was half expecting when he got asked that he was just going to be like, oh, what booze? <laughs> <laughs> but no, he gave up pretty quick. Like, I'm um... saving it for strip poker, so... <laughs> <laughs> Poker or booze? Yeah. <laughs> what, as in to drink whilst you're playing strip poker? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say. Then people are more likely to play. <laughs> Who's he going to play with? What, just him and Kate? No, him and Hurley. Yeah, him and Hurley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think Hurley needs booze for that. <laughs> um. Talking of um, the the flashback scenes, again, I thought this was pretty strong. I was quite glad that Jack wasn't such a dick in these ones because he's been a little bit high and mighty, but mm. I, I thought he was a bit more vulnerable in these ones. In the flashbacks, yeah, I thought in the island bit he was a bit of a dick sometimes, but yeah, in the flashbacks, you know, they tried to show him as like the jokey groom at the start with the best man and then... You know, being at the piano and joking with his wife about the girls. Like, they tried to show a bit more of a human side to him. I did find it interesting how drunk he got, almost like foreshadowing his alcoholism. Well, in every scene, he was drinking. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, uh, other than the actual getting married bit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't like, give me but, a second, I'm about to read my vows. <laughs> yeah, he may he may have had a couple before, and yeah, um, but yeah, I specifically liked, um, I, I I really liked the vow scene. Yeah, I thought it was, I was a, quite surprised. It was an odd. It, there were odd vows in like keeping her on her toes. Like if I did that to Aggie. Where for my vows, I was like, very sadly being like, I haven't written anything because I don't, I don't know. I I could never, do you know what I mean? Like he, he was playing with her emotions of whether he was going to say yes or not. <laughs> yeah, I did think that. I thought, oh, okay now, is he just going to walk off? Yeah. It's not really that. You've gotten pretty fucking, you've gotten pretty yeah. fucking far to walk. And he starts talking about letting go and you're like, oh, wait, hang on. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I thought they were pretty good vows, and he did a pretty good performance, Michael Fox. 
Matthew Fox, yeah. Michael J. Fox, very different. Not person. Michael Fox, Michael <laughs> Matthew Fox. Michael J. Fox, he also did a good job in several other <laughs> TV shows and films, but not in this particular one. He is, side note, he is great in The Good Wife. Who, Matthew Fox? Michael. Because <laughs> I, I don't see Michael J. Fox in many TV shows, but The Good Wife he's in, very good. Is he still in working order, or...? Still in what? Is he still in working order? Is that a show, or do you mean him as a person? Him as a person, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Is that a show? Well, working order could be a name of a show. That's not... It could be, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, because I thought he had Parkinson's. He does have Parkinson's. I think he... Oh. he I don't think he's been in anything for all, a little while. Um, so, I, I don't know. Is the, is the quick answer. I don't know... Okay. How uh, how much the disease has taken him? <laughs> what well, one that always sort of confuses me as to whether he's actually okay or not is Gary Busey. Right. Okay. What? Just because of the way he looks? Do you know who he is? Yeah, I know Gary Busey. No, because like, because he he had like a, a stroke or something. Didn't he, he had an act. No, I think he had like an accident back in like the early nineties. Okay, and like he has moments where he goes a bit fucking mental. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I saw an article the other day, which basically said like his personal assistant sometimes like basically says if he goes on like a TV show or an interview or whatever, like please don't give him the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Just smile and wait. <laughs> because basically, yeah. And I don't think I've seen him in anything properly in quite some time. Yeah. And even when I do see him in stuff, he's not exactly got a big role at all. Or he just plays himself. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen him in much. I remember... Is is he in Rookie of the Year? Is that him? Yes, it is him. Yeah. Loved him in Rookie of the Year. But, um... Yeah. Or just Google him, actually. He's got a... Gary Busey charged with sexual offences. All right, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> let's not. Let's not go down that road. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about Boone. Boone's death now. We've not really touched on it yet. Uh, what for forty-five minutes? No, like the actual. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. When he actually dies. Yeah. Well, my my first note about Boone is Boone will die because he is a snitch. <laughs> Because as soon as he wakes snitch, up... Snitch Locke, of what? He snitches on Locke. There's a hatch. Uh, he told me not to tell you. I'm a fucking snitch. Die with grace. I mean, I think he's got a right. He's got a right to do that. Locke's just fucking ditched him and gone off. Yeah. But I, I, I really enjoyed when he took him over to... Because he's going to amputate his leg. Um, and Boone wakes up and goes, oh, It's okay. Just, uh, Just let me go. And I, I, I started laughing because I full on imagined Jack going, no, and then just slamming the thing down on his leg anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought that would have made for a much better scene. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, from both sides, I kind of got what they, what they thought, but I don't, I don't agree completely with Boone that he would have just been fucking gone um if you know even if they did amputate his leg 
Would he have really just died anyway? Is that what you were saying? Because you know, we yeah. saw him coughing up blood with Sam so, earlier on. Here's here's my theory, um, and I literally have no evidence to back this up other than it is something I like to think is happening. I don't think that's Boone. I think in that last bit, the island has occupied Boone, and is talking to Jack. The island's going, no, let let Boone go. It's helping Jack teach a lesson of letting something go, not taking things too far like he did with the marshal. And the island wants Boone to die. So I just like this idea of... Because, I mean, spoiler alert, they use Boone's body in future episodes. Um, or the image of Boone, I should say. Who knows if it's actually Boone's body. Um, so I like th- I like this idea in my head of... It's only Jack and Boone. No one else can hear what Boone's saying. And it's just the island has... Boone, Boone's... The, the amount of pain Boone is in, the amount of trauma he's gone through, there's no way he's lucid enough to have a full-on conversation and be logical enough to go, ah, you know what, this is... You know, weighing it up, I think, maybe you should let me go. Um, so I like to think it was the island talking through Boone. Okay, so do you think that was in the earlier scene as well when... Boone spoke to Jack because that was when no one else was around as well, wasn't it? Um, I didn't. That, but now I do. Well, because <laughs> the one earlier was, was him mumbling, right? It's like oh, the hatch and like it's it was nonsensical. No, but he was no, but he was he did wake up at one point, did he not? Yeah, like his eyes were open, but what he was saying was nonsensical. Whereas in that bit, where where his legs in the trap. It's a full-on conversation where he wakes up, sees what Jack is doing, and goes, "Hey, mate, stop! Listen, I'm, I'm going." Do you know what I mean? Like, if you if you rewatch those two scenes, it's very different. At least, in, yeah. at least in my memory, um, it's, it's yeah, just a theory. I, mean, I agree. Yeah. Did you like the symmetry of one life goes and another arrives? Very, it was a bit basic. Very on the yeah. nose, isn't it? Yeah, it was just like... Just simple. You know, it worked, you know. it. It. I think I said earlier, it's well balanced, all of it. Um, with the, you know, Jack's flashbacks of him trying to save his wife, or having saved his wife and then get married to her. And then... The him trying to save Boone but not being able to try uh, not being able to save Boone and then him dying and then another one being born. Uh, yeah, and he did really. It was he really wanted okay. to marry Boone as well. So I think he was a bit gutted that he didn't get to. Save oh him. yeah, they don't show the other scenes um, <laughs> that happened I, and I, why Boone was actually coughing up blood. We we wa- we watched the director's cut. Very different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trust me when I say daddy issues galore. <laughs> Bad daddy. Uh... <laughs> Bad daddy Jack. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Did you... Because we're kind of whining out to the end. What did you think of uh, Jack at the end being like, he wasn't killed, he, he didn't die, he was murdered. Jack on a mission. 
yeah, I think do you reckon that's some of his own thoughts being about why sort of trying to explain to himself why he couldn't save him. Yeah, he he as well. He, he doesn't want to blame himself, so he needs to blame someone. <clears throat> yeah. 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 I think that that's what how I read it. Yeah. Um I know he's gonna go after Locke. I, I, I don't I saw it, it felt a little bit nonsensical to blame it on Locke, personally. I know it's slightly yeah. Locke's fault, but he didn't murder him. Jesus. The thing is, Jack... Do you not agree? Jack doesn't know the context. All he, all Jack has is Locke said he fell, but Jack has worked out from the injuries <clears throat> that something crushed him. Locke has run away. So... <clears throat> well, oh my God, you talk for a second. So, yeah, but it, it, he also said, <coughs> Boone also did say, he was like, plane, uh, <coughs> you know, hmm. plane, no, the plane fell, and then stuff like that. Yeah. I don't think you can sort of equate that to murder. Um, I really do think Jack's just got a bean in his bonnet because he couldn't save Boone, and he's blaming I th- Locke. I think that's definitely and dry. Those, those, those two obviously have a massive rivalry as well. Yeah. Well, do they at this point, though? Not massively. They obviously well, they they're starting to get on each other's tits, aren't they? Yeah, they did around Ethan. They disagreed about how to go after Ethan, but certainly within the last few episodes, Locke's never there at camp. So I think yes, I agree with you that the crux of it is he wants someone to blame. I'm saying while he's jumped to a conclusion, I don't think it's completely insane how he jumped to that conclusion because the death is suspicious. Because he hasn't just fallen, because you know his leg was crushed, and his and he talked about a hatch, and a, and Locke said not to tell. Um, so while it is a jump, it's not a massive jump of a con- to a conclusion. Yeah, and, and he's fine. in a very emotional state. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's it. Um, what what do you think Boone wanted to tell Shannon before he could uh, he couldn't get his last words out? Could he? No. Um, well, it was what is your prediction? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you weren't that good a shag. I don't. He could have could have wanted to say anything. Um, I'm I'm sorry. I love you. I. Um, yeah, I thought it was I love you. I, I, I thought that was going to be it. Yeah. It was a bit weird, though, why they left it open. A bit random. I don't really get it. Yeah, because... Yeah, it didn't need to be. Like, it, just say especially it. Especially right? since, like, three, four episodes ago, three or four episodes ago, they tried to do this whole closure about how Shannon isn't the centre of his world and shouldn't be the centre of yeah. his world. So then to make his last words about Shannon, I thought was a bit odd. Maybe yeah, it should have been about the hatch, really. Maybe it's more about how it affects Shannon coming like later on. Maybe that's why they put it in to like. Does it have quite a big effect? Does I, she go like a bit isolated? I don't quote me on it because I don't massively remember. I do think she pulls away from Saeed a bit. Yeah, maybe that was his master plan. <laughs> if I can't have you, uh... yeah. <laughs> I think she tries to like become better because of it. I think I'm I'm trying to remember. I think she like tries to be more useful. 
hope so because you know she's not great at the moment yeah um numbers what, uh, oh wow sorry I've got a couple more oh there. sorry go on that's alright uh, talk about a little bit of geography I know you like oh uh, fucking yeah I wasn't going to talk about geography but go for it <laughs> it pissed me off how was Kate and Claire in the same location <laughs> when Kate was fucking running yeah. and Claire was pregnant? Yep. Didn't make any sense at all. And also, How the fuck did that work? And also, the distance between the caves and the beach is getting shorter and shorter, man. This is insane. She's run to yeah, go get the I alcohol. And wherever they were, they shouted and for some reason, Jin could hear them. No one else could. Yeah, how the fuck can they can Jin hear it? I don't get it. It yeah, the the geography changes depending on what they need. Um, I need a map of this island <laughs> that someone's knocked up for us to have a little look. That's to scale. So Maybe it's like the Harry Potter staircases where it's just constantly moving. Yeah, to be fair, it could be the island just shifting as it yeah. as it needs. Um, um, I did think it was um. Because we saw Claire spoke to the people at the boat, being like, "Are you guys nearly done?" And then it's not that long after that she's then in the middle of the jungle. Yeah, I didn't really. Yeah, I didn't get that though. Like, what was that whole scene about? That she just wants to get off this island before she can have. I think so. I think it's showing she her desperation to leave. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit. And then she was being a real dick well, about her water breaking. <laughs> to be fair, I'm glad she's had her fucking baby now because we can just come off of that whole storyline because it's well annoying. Mm. Although now it's just going to be about the fucking yeah, baby. Yeah, I was going to say, this doesn't go away. <laughs> fucking baby. What's its name? Do you know its name? I know it's... I know. Did it reveal? If they didn't... Did they reveal the name? I don't think so. Oh. Not in that episode. Oh. Do you, I mean, What's his, name? his name's Aaron. I don't know at what point they name him Aaron, but it's Aaron. A Aaron. A Aaron. Yeah. Aaron A Aronson. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, I'm ready for numbers. That was my only little bit. I thought you would want to get a little bit of geography in there. Yeah, I literally have written geography, but I was like, I bring up geography too much. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it for you, no problem. Uh, I genuinely don't think I got any numbers this episode. Did I? No. Oh, they're really obvious ones that I've missed. Yeah, well, I, d- well, I don't have any of my there notes. Are. So, uh, Jack's best man yeah. says um, he'll have eight beers and then he'll be fine. Okay. Um, this has been said already so I don't know if we can bring it up again but she I think Shannon said she was 8 and Boom was 10 yeah she has brought that up before but yeah I mean still there I'll have it and then uh, Sarah Jack's wife Mm -hmm. um, on her PJs had the numbers 4 T4 4 and 4 sure so I'll take that 4 is one of the numbers 4 and 4 is 8 take it yeah (laughs) <laughs> it was kind of weird. It kind of, well, it reminded me if there's any. I'm pretty sure it's F one. Uh, Lewis Hamilton's numbers are forty four. Oh, are they? 
and it's a, the exact same style. I'm not even joking. It's the exact <laughs> same style as that. So she... it could be said that Lewis Hamilton's a massive Lost fan. Or the other way around. She's a massive Hamilton fan. Well, I don't think... I think Hamilton was still in his... Uh, was in his dungarees at this point. I don't think he was racing. Really? How old is Lewis Hamilton? 2004. I think Hamilton... Oh, no, maybe he start. He was probably in, like, F2 or something. Because I swear he started racing for McLaren in 2007, I want to say. Hold on. Lewis Hamilton... He was born in 1998. No, no, joined the McLaren Young Driver Program in 1998. Okay, he was started racing Formula One in 2007. Yeah, when he was as 22. As a McLaren driver. There we go. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah, maybe he'd literally just watched season one of Lost. I was like, I know what number I and want. And he thought, yeah, I reckon that was it. I'll, uh, I'll ask him next time I see him. <laughs> Oi, Louis. Oi, Louis H. <laughs> it's not it's not the catchiest nickname, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what uh, what is your your ratings for? Was that the only numbers you got? Ten. Yeah, okay. yeah, those were the only ones. As I said, I've been a bit off my game. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're like ill or something. Something's come up. I can't remember what you said. Uh, I don't want to keep telling everyone, but I'm definitely ill right now. And uh, as as a man, I'm obviously it's, it's hitting you a lot harder. Yeah. yeah, people keep asking me, "I, how are you?" I'm ill. <laughs> Sometimes they don't ask. I just tell them. It's just walking down the street. I'm ill. <laughs> yeah, sneeze on someone. I'm ill, by the way. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, so yeah, heavy breaths. I would say for episode 19, Deus Ex Machina. I'm going to keep saying it my own way. <laughs> uh, yep. I would give it seven heavy breaths. Like, okay. It, it, it was alright. Uh, the the Locke backstory is good. I, I just, I'd, I've been struggling with Locke a bit recently, but. Um, I, I liked the the glasses joking, and I it's such a big scene the boon in the plane like it's one of those ones that gets talked about and is remembered quite like it's one of the ones you remembered like it's a it's a big moment. Well, it's the first big big main character. Yeah, isn't it? it's yeah exactly. It's like one of the biggest moments of the season so far, really. Um, for episode twenty. Uh, do no harm. I would say eight heavy breaths. I preferred episode twenty to episode nineteen. Um, I thought there was some really good. Mo- there was more sun and gin, so obviously I'm going to rate it higher. But um, <laughs> it it does a good job of making Jack a bit more tolerable, which is you know not an easy job. Um, and yeah, I like the theory of the island talking through Boone and stuff like that, and it's a good setup now. Like, you can feel the repercussions of the things happening in these two episodes is going to have a big effect on these final five episodes as we get into the end. What about you? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Good scores. I gave DSS Machina uh, seven and a half out of ten. Seven and a half heavy breaths out of ten. 
Um, I just, I like the Locke backstory. I think each backstory we've had with Locke has been pretty good. He's quite a convoluted character, so um, it's quite interesting to delve a little bit deeper. And, you know, he's got some major issues going on. Um, And the fact that we still haven't actually seen how he's paralysed yet Mm -hmm. is quite interesting, um, seeing as it's quite a big point to the story. And it was nice him getting separated from Boone, finally, because them two together were just like the fucking... I don't know. They're just bad for each other, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They were like two hillbillies. (laughs) They were. That's exactly what I was thinking. Two fucking hillbillies in the fucking forest, (laughs) in the jungle, causing mischief. Um, And yeah, hopefully Locke will become a little bit less mystical, but um, I don't think that's the case. Um, So yeah, seven and a half out of ten for that. Uh, Eight out of ten for Do No Harm, episode 20. Yep. Really enjoyed it. Uh, Jack's best episode thus far. Um, Boone dying is obviously good because uh, we don't have to listen to him anymore. Although he, it was his best. It was his best episode. Claire finally has a fucking baby, so we don't have to listen to her anymore about being pregnant. But now we have a fucking baby to put with. So yeah. Um. And yeah, I like Jack's Jack's flashbacks. They were good. I liked how I liked his bow bits. Yep. And yeah, the only bit I didn't like about it, which I guess is the only thing, is just at the end where he thinks that Locke's murdered him when yeah, he hasn't. He just you know, Boone just died. Jack, you got to get over it, man. It. That's what happens. Yeah, get over it, man. God. So yeah. Cool. Well. That's that's everything for this week. Join us. Is it? Is it though? Isn't it? Oh no, it? it's not. No, it's not. Oh, Jesus Christ! Jesus! What have you been watching, mate? What have you been watching? <laughs> uh, okay, I'll go first. I don't want to be. Don't want to do the first. Well, I'll do the first one because we went. We mentioned it earlier, but Will and I watched Interstellar. Uh, I have watched it many times. I trying to think of how many times I've watched it now maybe about six times seven times since it's come out but we watched it at the BFI IMAX in London which was quite an experience uh, and Will had never watched it correct thoughts huh thoughts oh oh it was fucking amazing I, I talked about it for like the next two days straight um, <laughs> like I, I got home and um, Aggie, Aggie was at her parents' house, so I went over there, and I just all I wanted to talk about was the movie. Um, it's it's really it's a really fucking good sci-fi movie. Um, I then interestingly, I then spoke to my brother about it the next day, and he was like, eh, "It lost me when it started going into like the fifth dimension and shit like this." Which I get. I I, I can see if if you're not into sci-fi. It's, yeah. it, it, it's a, it could be a tough watch. I do understand. Even I was a bit like, mm, timey, it's just timey-wimey bullshit, some some of it. But um, it's still it was still a very, very enjoyable movie. Uh, obviously, got to experience it on fucking, in the best way possible, surround sound. Made me jump. Um, and <laughs> ma- massive fucking screen. Yeah. Um, and just really good cast, really good writing. Uh, yeah, 
fully recommend if you haven't seen this movie from 10 years ago. Yeah, I mean, it was an ultimate sensory experience for you yeah. watching it on uh, in, in that way. Yeah, I'm proper jealous. It proper got to me. <laughs> yeah, that scene where... I can't remember the scene in particular. I think it was the rocket taken... Oh, no, no, it was Matt it was, Damon. It was when... It was Matt Damon trying to... Uh, yeah, yeah, basically trying to fucking get into the what's what's it called? The lock. It is the lock, isn't it? He was trying yeah. to lock up and connect to the yeah. other spaceship. Yeah, the, the hatch, no? Didn't they call it the hatch? Yeah, it's yeah. the hatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but yeah, he's trying to get in the hatch and then doesn't do it quite well yeah. and then explodes and it <laughs> it shat will up, which is pretty funny because <laughs> uh, I felt the whole chair. <laughs> But yeah, what a film. One of my favourite sci-fi films of all time. Yeah. It's in the top three for me. So um, yeah, that was fantastic to watch it again. Mm-hmm. I watch it every year at least once. Have you... uh, I yeah. I, I was going to say, have you watched anything else? Yeah, yeah. I watched last night. I watched page eight. On oh, what a Netflix. movie. <laughs> I lo- Do you like oh, it? I really like Bill Nye. So I can watch Bill Nye in pretty much anything. Uh, but him as Johnny Warrocker is... Oh. Are you going to watch the whole trilogy? It, no, I haven't watched the whole trilogy. I didn't realise it was until the end. And I had a little Google and then saw that there were two more. One's like, are they both TV shows or it's just one it's a TV show? No, it's a, they're all m- movies. Oh, they movies? Yeah. I thought one said it was a TV series. might be a TV yeah. movie. It might have been made for TV, maybe. Oh, right. The second one, maybe. But... No, I just thought all... the uh, it, like it was a good ish story, yeah. but I just thought it was a bit. The acting was a bit shit. Fair enough. Yeah, I was just like a little bit. It started off really, really good, yeah. and then it just sort of petered out a little bit. Fair but, enough. Yeah, it was the first time I watched it, and it was, yeah, it was good. Um, I I have to say, I think I've oh. Is another one that I've watched. I was trying to think what I've actually watched because I've watched a lot since we last spoke, yeah. but. I watched Tetris the other night. Oh, is it good? Old Taron Egerton. Yeah, really, really good. I hadn't realised how much were going was going on to get the rights of Tetris there for Nintendo, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there, there was quite a lot of shit, and I, it says it's based on true events. So there were definitely some bits which are embellished. Yeah, uh, but I guess the base of it is is true. But um, you'll know which bits I'm talking about in terms of embellishment because it's a little bit ridiculous <laughs> at some point. But yeah, good movie. Highly recommend it. Um, I think it's on Apple TV. Yes, it is. And then uh, the Mandalorian. I've just been catching up on. Nice. I still haven't watched uh, any of season three. Oh, it's it's pretty good. There's some big big things happening. So. Um, yeah, it's worth going. It's back not been as there. talked about. Well, it's... like with season one and two, I remember it being like pretty big each week. The episode coming out and stuff. Yeah, this one's sort of been yeah. a bit under the radar. I've I've enjoyed it. I think it. We're definitely building. There's more stuff coming up, but there's each week. I feel like there's quite big things going about, like big characters coming into play. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I think that's mostly it. I don't think I've watched anything else. Nice. How about you? Uh, I watched uh, this movie called Interstellar, which was really good. 
Uh, so if anyone hasn't seen that, watch Interstellar. But I also <laughs> I haven't heard of it. I kind of had a good streak because I the next day I watched um, a movie called Bullet Train, um, which stars with Brad, with Brad Pitt. Pitt. What a what a great movie! Fucking loved it. And it, like it's one of those where it grabs you pretty much instantly within the first fifteen minutes. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it yet. I, I've I, I think I've got it downloaded, or it's I don't, is it streaming somewhere? It's on Sky. Oh, okay. I think I have got it downloaded somewhere. Mm. So, uh, yeah, highly recommend. So, but just a lot of fun of a movie. There's there's some real echoes of um, like well, in particular, there's there's this pair of characters that really took me back to like Pulp Fiction days. <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a good movie. Um, we Ted Lasso season three, fucking picked up where it left off. Really enjoying that. Um, some there have been some complaints of it not being as good as the first two seasons. I I mm, I think that's probably a case of you know since season two it's really picked up. Like it's Hype. got a lot of word yeah. of mouth, so people binged one and two and are now having to do week to week for three i think once three is finished i think people will because they, they do a series arc it's not each episode each episode is its own thing really so um i i think people just aren't used to watching it week to week uh what else what else have i been watching what was i watching oh rise and fall finished which is a channel four reality show um, fa- fascinating how they what the fuck's that about so Rise and Fall is, I've, I think I've talked about it in a previous episode here but um, it starts off have you it starts off like 20 people and 6 are picked to be rulers and the others are are grafters and basically the grafters have to do jobs that earn money but only a ruler can win that money right so the rulers, the the ones at the top, they live in a penthouse at, at the top of an elevator and the others live in the basement at the bottom of the elevator. Uh, the rulers decide how hard to push them in the tasks. Um, and then they can get voted off and grafters can come up to be rulers. There's a lot of backstabbing, a lot of... Like, some of the worst of humanity in it. But... Um, the whole time it was on, we were kind of like, how how are they going to decide which one rule? Because the the final prize fund was eighty five thousand pounds, right? It's a big sum of money, mm. um, and you know it. The final starts and there's six rulers, and you're like, well, how how are you going to end up with just one of them doing it? And they 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 found a decent way of doing it. To be fair, of who who wins it and how they win it, um, but yeah, it was a it's kind of gone under the radar it was done by the same people who did the traitors which was a fucking massive um in the uk yeah this one's gone more under the radar as far as i can tell anyway i don't think it's talked about as much um but yeah that was but that's finished now that was good um schmigadoon is back season two really i mean that's not for you baz to be honest but no, I saw that. I saw that. Uh, is that on? It's on Apple. What is that on? Is that on Apple? Yeah. yeah, I thought it was. 
Uh, when I was uh, flicking through it the other day, I was like, what on earth is this? And then I saw musical. I thought, fuck <laughs> that. So it's a, Absolutely fucked so up. So basically, it's a modern day couple um, who, uh, uh, in season one, who are having marital problems. Not marital problems, relationship problems, I should say. Because um, they're not married. Who end up in this fiction. Oh, it's got Keegan Michael Keegan. Yeah, he's, he's one of the couple, along with Cecily Strong, who's one of probably the best talents to come from SNL. Um, and they're they're a couple, and they uh, they end up stuck in this magical land of Schmigadoon, and it's basically a sort of homage, but also parody to musicals from the forties and fifties, like Brigadoon oh, and stuff God. like that. That sounds terrible. It's it's not. It's awful. really fun. And then this season is Schmicago, where it's moved on a bit to the seventies and eighties. So you know, there's a lot of uh, sex and prison and you know uh underhand politics and stuff like that so it's it's a it's a fun time it's good it's good stuff but it's not for you it's really not for you baz (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad you've made that um made that assumption yeah and i i re-watched it uh i've seen it loads of times before but because i re-watched it recently and it's just so fucking good bo burnham's outside oh inside sorry inside outtakes and inside both really good uh, comedy specials on Netflix. Yeah, always been meaning to watch those, but never get around to it. Just a quick one. Have you watched any of the For All Mankind at all? No, apparently it's really bad, isn't it? Well, you say that. It's got really good ratings, and I have tried to watch... Well, I'm about... I want to say about five or six episodes in. And I thought... Like, I, I read somewhere where it's like, yeah, they're on Mars. I was like, fucking, yeah, they're on Mars, cool. I might be getting this completely wrong, mm. but I swear I read that somewhere. So I started watching it. It's about the fucking moon race and, like, trying to get onto the fucking moon and stuff. Yeah. And it was just, like, an alternative reality where they're trying to get to the moon because the Russians have already got there. And, um... I struggle with stuff like yeah. that. Like, I didn't like Man in the High Castle, like... I thought you liked Man in High Castle. I thought I remember you saying nah, that. Am I getting that wasn't wrong? for me. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway, I thought they were on fucking Mars at one point. I'm even looking at a screenshot here and it looks like they're on Mars. Well, maybe they are. I just don't know when they get there. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's it. But it's got really good ratings and apparently I think it looks like it gets better as it goes I on. I think that is the consensus. Season one just... is a struggle and then two and three are like really good. Okay, so maybe I just need to keep continuing. I might watch a bit this today or something. Yeah, because I've decided I'm not cycling. I'm just gonna just gonna uh, just gonna do some do some reading, do some reading and die uh, (laughs) in bed. Um, Yeah, die from boredom at reading. reading. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's everything this week. Fuck this. Yeah, Uh, that is everything. Join us, join us next time for what will be our penultimate episode of season one. Because we've got... Oh, so exciting. Yeah, we've got one more episode and then it's the th- three-part finale that we're going to do all together. Um, so yeah, we're near the end game of season one. And then, I mean... Yep, stay tuned, folks. We haven't talked about it properly, but we'll probably take a little break at that point so you can do your little cycling adventure and then start season two. Do a film in between. Do a fi- yeah, do a film in between. All right. Finding Jesus. But for now, 
episode 19 and 20 have been rewatched. 